Hey, 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 welcome to That Shit Was Poetic, where we touch on all things poetic, like music, poetry, art, movies, quotes, and famous poets. I'm your host, Nikki. So your girl is back, and I'm glad you guys are joining me for another Friday, and I hope you all had a great week, but guess what? Guess what? You get to catch this vibe with me. So let's get into it. Today we're talking about men being taught how to make money, how to get women, cars, materialistic things, but they're not really taught how to love as children. And I think that affects the way that men mature. I think that affects the way men mature into relationships It really was something that, you know, came to me. I was listening to Devon Franklin's audiobook and, you know, he he said something as far as men are not taught how to love, men are taught how to make money, how to get women, cars, and things like that, but they're not really taught how to love or how to love themselves. And that really stuck with me and I wanted to discuss this on this Friday's episode. So I would like for you guys to, you know, chime in. Let me know your thoughts. Leave me a voice comment. You can go on my Instagram. Leave me a message on Instagram. Or you can make a comment on my Instagram. But I really wanted to, you know, dig a little bit into that conversation a little a little bit. Because, you know, I feel I, I definitely can agree with Devon Franklin when he says that. And based off of, you know relationships that I've had in the past and based off of relationships that I've seen family members or friends, you know, dealing with in the past, I can say, you know, a lot of times men are taught, you know, how to, how, how to go to work, how to get money, you know, but they're not really taught how to nurture a woman. And I think that goes back to childhood, you know, Men are not really taught how to nurture. Women are the nurturers and women are, you know, the, the child bearers. So it's on, it's almost like it's a natural instinct, but I don't think that is something that can't be taught. I don't think that men can't be taught in the home, how to treat a woman, how to love a woman, you know, how to, um, basically be in touch with your feelings. You know, I think when you grow up in a single parent home, a lot of times those things get bypassed. You know, they don't really get taught. You know, sometimes it's it's hard, but I think it's very important. You know, I'm a single parent and I try to make sure that I, I teach my son, you know, how to be in touch with his feelings and let him know, like, you know, your feelings are important. Other people's feelings are important. And to remind him of that, I don't want him to be so close to think that, you know, you, you, you're a man and you can't show emotion. And I think a lot of men feel like if you're a man, you're not supposed to show emotion. I don't really know what that is about. Um, I don't know if it, like, the harder you are, you know, the less emotion you have to show. But 
you know, it's kind of hard when you're in relationships and, you know, you, you're disconnected from a lot of things in the relationship. Like, you know how to come home and take care of the household, you know how to pay the bills and you know how to do all these other things by gifts and things like that. But are you really in touch with your woman or your wife's emotion? You know, I think that goes vice versa. Like, you know, a woman also has to be in touch with her man's feelings and emotions, you know, check on him, see how he's doing, you know, tune into his feelings. If he had, if he's had a bad day or if he's feeling a certain type of way, tune into his feelings. So I definitely feel like, you know, it's not just check in on your woman, but also check in on your man as well. And for a relationship to work, it has to be two parties being able to come together, making a sound decision that, you know, we're going to both recognize each other. And if one person is not being recognized, that's when problems in the relationship start to happen. And especially if you have children in the picture, like you have to show a balanced relationship in order for your child to thrive and be able to know that it's okay to show emotion. It's okay to, you know, express how you feel. And I think that's something that's very important um, in the black community. It's a lot of that lacking, a lot of single parent homes I can dive deeper into that, but I'm just going to say we all know that, you know, this stems back to slavery. You know, a lot of the two family homes were broken up. So from then on, you know, families were torn apart and it made it hard to try to raise a family being on your own. So people start disconnecting and men, you know, being disconnected from the family, their only, you know, their only goal was, you know, try to, how, how to survive, you know what I'm saying? So I think now men are just surviving, you know what I'm saying? People are just surviving, but we need to tune into our feelings, our emotions, our thoughts. I mean, a lot of anxiety is going around a lot of mental disorders are going around. But I think, you know, people need to start tuning into their feelings and their emotions, expressing their feelings and emotions and finding the best way, you know, to release. So let's get into music and entertainment. How many of you heard the new Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion new song? I guess it's called WAP. I don't really know if it's WAP, WAP, what ass pussy. I don't know. I don't know how you how you call it. How do you pronounce it? Um, but I hear that it's getting a lot of lot of lot of opinions. And my thoughts on it are I think the song is okay. I mean, it wasn't one of their better songs. I would say, you know what I'm saying? Like Cardi B's better verses. Um, I liked it, but I wasn't a big fan of it. But I would say the opinions that I have been reading are, you know, it's too, it's too ratchet. It's too, 
you know, too explicit, too raunchy, too sexual. And my thoughts to that are we've always had explicit, raunchy, sexual songs for I don't know how long. We've always had them. We've always had entertainers, you know, in the music industry give us that explicit record. You know what I'm saying? Especially summertime records like Luke, for example. Luke was one of the most explicit music artists of my time. <laughs> like he he had those records that had you looking like, oh, I can't play this around certain people. And I guess Cardi B and Meg, like, okay, we putting something out like that. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Definitely you have to monitor who's listening to it. You know, if you have children, they shouldn't be listening to it. Um, you know, if that's the type of relationship you have with your children, if they are mature enough to handle lyrics like that, you know, so be it to each his own. But we've always had explicit music and it's just entertaining. I think people are really sensitive because of the climate that we're in as far as, you know, everything that's going on in 2020, the pandemic, as far as um, racism, like racism is really at the forefront right now. And which is a good thing that is being acknowledged. You know, we got we got a lot, you know, more growing to do, but it's good that is being acknowledged right now. But I think I think that's why people are overly sensitive as to why this song came out and why it's so explicit. You know what I'm saying? But thinking about the type of artist that Cardi B is, Meg Thee Stallion is, there are explicit artists. So I don't really understand what's the what's the hate, what's the negativity for. But what are you guys thoughts on that song wet ass pussy i don't know how to like i said i don't know if it's wop i don't know i don't know but what's your thoughts That Shit Was Poetic has merch, guys. If you're excited as I am, please head over to thatshitwaspoetic.storeenvy.com. That's S-T-O-R-E-N-V-Y.com. And grab our 11-ounce mug. If you're a coffee or tea drinker, listen to our podcast and sip your favorite beverage. If you love this podcast, please support our merch. Do you ever just think to yourself about someone in the past, ever wonder what what they're doing, how their life is? Are they thinking about you if they ever thought about you? Is that a question that lingers in your mind about a certain person? I know for me, um, I can think of one person in particular that sometimes I wonder I wonder how they're doing. I wonder, you know, how their life is. And I guess it's a question because you don't really know. You don't really, if if you have the opportunity to 
you know, find out previous relationships or different people in your life, like how they're doing and you actually know how they're doing, I think is you're it's something that you don't really think about. But when you don't know, there's that there's that lingering question. Like there's one particular person that I think about sometimes and I'm like, I wonder how their life is. I wonder how they turned out. I wonder if they have children. You know, the last time I saw this person, I was pregnant with my son and, you know, we, we got to reconnect and this, this, my son is 15 now. So that was a long time ago. And I don't even know if that person has children or not. So it's, it's, it's funny, but I I always wonder how their life turned out. Do you have someone that you wonder about how their life turned out. So yesterday I went live. If you didn't get the opportunity to check out that live, go to my Instagram page. That shit was poetic. I had my first live on Instagram yesterday and, you know, we covered a a few topics on there. Good questions. Also, I will be trying to go live every Thursday. I'm going to try to, so don't hold me to it, you know, but I'm going to try to do it every Thursday. It's called Poetic Shit Thursdays. And, you know, I'm just going to have a bunch of different topics on there. I'm going to read some of my poetry on there. It's going to be a little different from the podcast, but tune in every Thursday on Instagram Live for Poetic Shit Thursdays. Also, if you're trying to sip while you're listening to this podcast, I am a seller of One Hope Wine. And One Hope Wine, for those of you who don't know, it gives each bottle purchased gives back to a different charity. So if you are a nonprofit or if you're thinking about having a party event, hit me up and we can discuss how we can have One Hope Wine at your event. Like I said, each bottle gives back to a different charity. So you're giving back through wine. So anybody want to join my team, just hit me up on Instagram. That shit was poetic. Um, You can email me. That shit was poetic at gmail.com. I'm pretty much on every social media platform. So it's not really hard to get in contact with me. If you're not following me on That Shit Was Poetic on YouTube, head over like, subscribe, comment, share. You can find previous episodes of That Shit Was Poetic podcast on there. You can also find how-to videos. And pretty soon I'll be uploading videos of my lady chat that I have with a few girlfriends of mine, girlfriends of mine. And we just sip wine. We just sip and we conversate. And I'll be loading that pretty soon. So look out for that. I'm pretty excited about it. We had our first, first video today. And we talked about some good juicy topics. So stay tuned for that on my YouTube channel. So if you're not following me, go to YouTube and subscribe to my page. That shit was poetic. So thanks for tuning in to That Shit Was Poetic. I'm your host, Nikki, and tune in every Friday for new episodes.
To check out our old episodes, follow That Shit Was Poetic on all streaming services, Spotify or Google Play. Or follow us on the Anchor app to leave a comment. To be featured in our podcast, email or DM us on thatshitwaspoetic at gmail.com. Or follow us on Instagram. Thanks for tuning in.